You're listening to Divine Downloads, a fifth dimensional resource and podcast for those who feel called to help create the new earth. With me, your host, Angel Quintana, where we'll explore topics to help expand your consciousness, assist in your ascension, and elevate the way you navigate through your life path. I'll share with you my musings with the Akashic Records, my intuitive hits, and information shared by my guides. Let's begin. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode here at Divine Downloads. If you're watching this on my YouTube channel, I want to give you a warm welcome. If you like what you are learning here, I hope that you will like, share, and subscribe. Don't forget to leave me a comment. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Pandora, or Shopify, Shopify, Spotify, I hope that you'll leave me a review uh, and also um, a five-star uh, rating. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about part two on how to use life path astrology to discover your intuitive gifts. So you are in for a huge treat today. This is likely something you've never learned before, and I'm really excited. So if you already love astrology and you've already finished up watching part one of this free course, um, then I hope that you will grab your notebook and let's go ahead and get this party started. Okay, so let's get my presentation up. All right. So how to use life path astrology to discover your intuitive gifts. As I mentioned in part one, life path astrology is my methodology on how to read a birth chart to help you understand your soul's brilliance. Uh, we're going to be learning in this course uh, what life path astrology is and how to run your chart. We did that last time. So if you're unfamiliar how to run your chart, go back to part one and run that. Um, and I'll give you guys some information on your rising sign in that uh, episode. Uh, part two is what we're going to be covering today, which is what your birth chart ruler is and why it matters. Uh, next time we're going to be covering in part three, how do you, how the house of your ruler plays a vital role in your intuitive gifts. Uh, part four is going to be what intuition really is and how to tap into it. And then finally, we'll close with uh, the fifth episode, which is how to use your intuitive gifts to help shape the new earth, as always. If you guys are new to my podcast or my YouTube channel, my name is Angel. I am the founder of Holistic Fashionista. We are a community-based platform and print magazine, uh, helping and serving those who are here to help create the new earth. So if that is you, you are in the right place. All right, so today we're gonna to be discussing what your birth chart ruler is and why it matters. So we're going to be discussing today how to find your chart ruler. So we will be using astro.com again today to discover your chart ruler. Uh, we'll also go into what your chart ruler represents. And then finally, what type of intuitive are you? So excited for this. Okay, you guys. So do me a favor. Let's get ready to take a wild ride into the fifth dimension as we create the new earth together as a collective. So grab your pen and notebook and let's get started. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into the chart ruler. So as I mentioned in part one, remember your rising sign is the most important sign in your birth chart. It helps you understand the problem you're here to solve, which is the problem you're here to help your kismet clients with that problem. It's also something that you're naturally gifted at. It's something you're doing unconsciously. 
So let's go ahead and go ahead and open up astro.com. I'm going to show you guys how to find your chart ruler so we can get into your intuitive gifts. All right. So I need to open up a browser. That might help. <laughs> if you guys are listening on audio, um, I'll go through each step so you can follow along. You might want to take some notes on this part, but it's fairly simple. All right, so astro.com. Okay, so I'm going to go over here to horoscopes as we've already run your chart. Make this a little smaller here. Uh, we've already run your chart. So I'm going to actually go back over to my Astro. Hopefully you guys created an account and I'm just going to pull up my chart. Okay. So we already ran your chart last time. So just go ahead and pull up the chart that we did last time. So what we're looking for here is we're going to go back to the rising sign. Remember the rising sign is this horizon line. You can see here, I've got my rising sign is in the sign of Virgo. So the way that we're going to determine your chart ruler is we're going to need to know the planet that the rising sign is ruled by, okay? So I have Virgo as my rising sign and the planet that rules Virgo is Mercury, okay? So I'm gonna go through each sign of the zodiac. So you might wanna write down which planet uh, is associated with your rising sign. Okay. So I'm going to start with Aries. So if you have your rising sign as Aries, then your planet that rules you or your chart ruler is going to be Mars. Okay. So just go ahead and write down Mars. If your rising sign is Aries, if your rising sign is Taurus, that's going to be Venus. If your rising sign is Gemini, that's going to be Mercury, just like Virgo. Then we've got Cancer, which is ruled by the moon. Leo, which is ruled by the sun. Virgo, as I mentioned, ruled by Mercury. Libra, ruled by Venus. Scorpio, ruled by Pluto. Sagittarius, which is ruled by Jupiter. Capricorn, which is ruled by Saturn, and Aquarius, which is ruled by Uranus. Oh, and finally Pisces, which is ruled by Neptune. Okay, so go ahead and write down the planet. And we'll go into further understanding um, your chart ruler and the house that it's in, because there's, you know, we're going to need to know where that planet lies in your chart. Okay. So, but for today, what we're going to be covering is just what the chart ruler is and what it represents. We're going to go into deeper into the chart ruler and your intuitive gifts in the next class. But for this class, I want you guys to understand how the planet plays a role in how you receive intuitive messages. Okay. So let's go ahead and go to the next slide here. Okay. So we've found the chart ruler. I know that my chart ruler is Mercury, depending on what your rising sign is, that's going to be 
your chart ruler. Okay, so what does the chart ruler represent? As I've mentioned, it's going to be how you receive divine downloads, okay? So my podcast is called Divine Downloads. Uh, I'm very passionate about using the divine and the messages that I receive every single day, all day, every day to guide me on my path. So I just want to discuss a little bit about divine downloads because once you understand how imperative and important the chart ruler is, you're going to, you're the way that you do life is going to change because now you're going to have an insider secret about how you operate, about how you receive messages. So when you're looking for outside confirmation, so to speak, around a question, a relationship, around healing, money, career, whatever it ends up being, you've now got your chart ruler. You've got intuitive gifts that you can use to help you navigate through life. Doesn't everybody want to know what that gift is? Well, I would hope so, right? So it's also the way that the soul interprets messages, okay? So everybody has slightly a different way that they're going to receive these messages. Now, you've probably heard the terms clairvoyance, claircognitance, clairsentience, and so forth. Um, I'm not going to, I don't teach intuition and intuitive gifts in that, in, with that language, because I do believe that your intuitive gifts can fall into two categories, which we're going to discuss today. So before I go into what those two categories are, I just want you to think about the last time you really felt guided, meaning that Maybe you were making a very important life decision, like, do I want to marry this person, right? Do I want to move across the country? Do I want to change my diet? You know, when was the last time that you made a pretty big decision, but that decision was guided, meaning that you were being drawn towards something. So I'll give you a silly example here as I'm getting some uh, information and downloads from my intuition. I remember when I had acne. I had acne like my whole adult life. I never had it as a teen or anything. It was all in my adult and I was just like something was going on hormonally with me. And then as I started to develop my intuitive gifts, one of the ways I started to do that was through the tarot. Um, I just started to get these hits. Okay, I'm going to call them hits because you're going to receive yours in a different way, which I'll share with you in a moment. But I got this hit that because I used to drink um, decaf coffee because regular coffee would just you know, make me too crazy. I would just like start sweating and my palms would get really sweaty. I would just like have this like weird allergic reaction to um, coffee. So I used to drink, so I switched to decaf. So I was drinking, I think at that time I was drinking like soy lattes from Starbucks. <laughs> this is many years ago. I don't drink coffee anymore. But then I finally was like, you know what? I'm going to switch to decaf. Now, not knowing that much about decaf, you know, decaf has a lot of chemicals in it, you know, uh, coffee in general is already very acidic, but my guides and my intuition kept saying, you got to cut out coffee. So I took baby steps. So I heard the voice. I, I, I got the hit and I 
decided to go from, you know, caffeine latte to decaf coffee, and then eventually no coffee. And it was through that progression of detoxifying my body from, from caffeine, from coffee caffeine, not just tea caffeine, um, that my skin started to dramatically improve. Now, there was obviously other things um, that correlated to that, which is what I refer to as skin spirituality, which is repairing the holes in your aura. That's for another class. That's a completely different course. But I got to understand that there was something about coffee that didn't work for me and my makeup, for me and my, you know, my mandala, my, my chemical reaction to it. So, but I, that was a, was a, it was almost like a fluke. It was like one day I just woke up and go, and I thought to myself, you can't drink coffee. And a lot of times we just think it's nothing. Like we're just like, oh, well, I just got that idea. And so I, I did it, but I want you to start changing the language instead of just thinking I got a great idea or I'm just going to do this because this hasn't been working. I want you to start now getting into the flow of your intuition where now it's guiding you. It's basically you're getting these intuitive downloads, these hits, and they are coming from the, the, the astral plane. They're coming from higher places and they're being impregnated inside of you. And when you see it that way, you're going to start to notice how many signs and signals and intuitive messages, excuse me, and messages that you're getting every day all day, every day. And when I started to flex the muscle that is this intuitive gift, which I'm going to share in just a moment, how you can find yours. But when I started to do this, my whole path in my life started to shift because I started to get hits with every turn. Every time I would do something, I would get another hit. And then I would go over here and then I'd get another hit until it was so many hits all the time that I just started to realize that I need to trust the process. You know, I was one of those people for many, many, for my whole life up until like five years ago where I needed proof. So I went on this journey where I was like, okay, if this is an intuitive hit, prove it. You know, I was that person, you know, I'm triple earth sign, you know, first of all, Virgo rising, Virgo moon and Capricorn sun. So I was one of those people that I'm going to need, I'm going to need confirmation. And you've probably heard this from other people teaching about intuition that, you know, ask your guides for, for, for proof, for confirmation that if you're getting the right intuitive hit, show me signs. Well, I was the person doing that, but I wasn't just the person asking for one sign. I would get the sign and like, oh, I don't know that. Let me just see one more. I don't know. Maybe that wasn't the sign. And I'd ask for another one until it got to the point where spirit from the intuitive gifts, where I was so in connection with my intuitive gifts that they were bombarding me. It's almost like they were laughing at me like, oh, let's bombard her. So it's like everywhere I turned was the answer to the, the, the one question. And it was giving it to me all the time. Like I, like I won't go into all the crazy things, but I was like, I finally had to say, okay, okay. I don't need any more um, proof. I believe you. It's good because it was so abundant. It was, it was almost ridiculous. So this is where I started to realize, you know, um, this is probably about three and a half years ago 
where I was like, okay, I'm actually on the divine path. And what the divine path really is, is that you are following your intuition all the time. And that intuition is going to, you need to understand how to tap into that intuition, which is what we're going to talk about next. Okay. So um, as I mentioned, uh, the chart ruler represents how to receive the divine downloads and the way your soul interprets the messages. Okay. So let's go into what type of intuitive are you? So as I mentioned, many other people are teaching um, about intuition and how to tap it, what kind of intuitive you are, you know, clairvoyance and so forth. But I just like to keep things real simple. You know, that's my Virgo rising. I want to chunk it down. I want to keep it as easy to understand so that you can just, because it, there's no need for a label. Okay. There's no need to be like, I'm clairvoyant. You can, if you want, but you just, the only reason you want to know what kind of intuitive you are is just so you understand your gift. That's, that's really all it is. If you know how you receive messages, that's all. That's great. That's, that's now you're going to be able to use that for your divine path. So there's two types of intuitives. Okay. In my philosophy. Okay. There's mental and there's kinesthetic. Okay. Now let me share with you guys a couple examples about a mental and a kinesthetic. Okay. A mental intuitive is someone who is receiving thoughts, words, songs, you know, they're getting like things are popping into their mind. This is the kind of intuitive I am. I get so many things popping into my mind, like little sparks. It's like little spark plugs that are just like going off like little, um, you know, little bursts of energy that are going off in my mind. Okay, so a lot of people would call this inspiration. Um, they would call this creativity. They would call this just ideas, right? That's a mental intuitive. Someone who has a lot of ideas is a mental intuitive. That's how they're receiving their downloads, okay? So when you understand that you are indeed a mental intuitive, you start to build a relationship with inspiration. You start to build a relationship with creativity. You build a relationship with ideas, with words, with songs. So I want you to start thinking about if you, you know, once we go and really determine what kind of intuitive you are, I want you to start thinking of creativity, inspiration, ideas. I want you to think of them as entities, okay? Like they are life forms and they, they're colleagues, if you will, okay? So when creativity sparks, she's basically strengthening her relationship with you. Like any relationship, like you go on a first date and you're getting to know somebody. So you're getting to know creativity. You're getting to know inspiration. You're getting to know words and ideas, okay? A lot of writers are mental intuitives. You know, the words just come. They just write, 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 okay? Um, and people that are artists, not all artists are mental intuitives, but some of them are. They, you know, think about a painter. Not every painter sees the picture before they paint it, but some do. So when you're mental, 
you can see the image. You can actually see the whole thing in its completion, okay? So mental can be with any kind of career. You know, you don't have to, just because you're mental doesn't mean you have to be an accountant, <laughs> you know? Doesn't mean that you have to, you know, um, you just have that gift. You have the way, your mind works in a very mental way and that's a gift, okay? A lot of people are saying, oh, I can't quiet the thoughts in my mind, okay? You're a mental intuitive and you have to build the relationships with inspiration, creativity, ideas, words, songs, pictures, Okay, you have to you have to strengthen those relationships. That's when meditation becomes a very powerful tool for the mental intuitive, because now they can start to in, embody and embrace their intuitive gifts, right? Instead of having all of the gifts come at once, like, oh my gosh, my mind can't stop. Well, when you meditate, you now give each entity an opportunity to be heard. Okay, now imagine that. You're a mental intuitive, you're going into meditation, and now you might even meditate and be like, close your eyes, you're gonna be quiet, and now you're going to build a relationship, let's say with creativity. So you close your eyes, you start asking creativity some questions, you start strengthening the relationship, what does she want you to know? You know, And you have this dialogue but you're doing it one at a time. So then the next time you go to meditate, okay, now I'm gonna meditate and I want to build a relationship with inspiration. What's going on, inspiration? What do you got for me today? You know. So this is a completely different way to strengthen the way that you communicate with the divine, okay? So that's going to be for the mental intuitives, okay? And you're gonna start to already figure out which one you are without even your planet, which we're gonna talk about in a minute. But I want you to just start getting in tune with, you know, which one are you? So let's talk about kinesthetic, okay? That's my second tier, okay? And there's only two tiers in my thing because I like to keep things real simple. <laughs> Virgo, mental. Okay, so kinesthetic is you feel things, okay? I have so many kinesthetic friends, whether they know so or not, I'll be talking and they'll be like, oh my gosh, I got just got chills. I just got chills when you said that. That's a symptom of a kinesthetic in intuitive, okay? You feel things, like you're very empathic. You can, you feel things very deeply. You know, even when a song comes on, you're not so much paying attention to the lyrics. That would be more mental. You're really feeling the song, the music, okay? Things touch you in a very deep way. You might even find that you're very sentimental, uh, nostalgic, okay? So you feel things. You're empathic. And it's not to say that mental intuitives aren't empathic, but I'm trying to get you to figure out which intuitive are you more dominant in? Because you can have both gifts, but you're usually more dominant in one, okay? So into, intuit, um, kinesthetic intuitives, they want to build relationships with feelings, okay? They want to build relationships with um, music, okay? They want to build things that make them, um, you know, romance movies. They want to build relationships with things that make them feel, okay? So that's when they would have their meditation and they would build relationships with our feelings, okay? 
feelings, entities, you know, what do you want me to know today? Actually, let's be more specific. Sadness, sadness. What do you want me to know today? Joy. What do you want me to know today? Okay. So you're going to start strengthening these relationships. And then once you do this, you're going to start to, your experience with life is becoming more expansive because now you understand how you operate. All right. So kinesthetic is how you feel. Things that you're getting at, like something in your gut is telling you no, right? You, you can sense things around you, you, you know, like adrenaline. Okay. But the, again, these are all things that you should be meditating on. These are the entities that you should be building relationships with. All right. Makes sense. All right. So let's go into, um, let's go into the planets. Okay. So I want to just go ahead and share with you guys about the planets, because if you're thinking that you're both, which again, you can have both, but you're most likely more dominant in one or the other, okay? Um, again, you know yourself better than me, but I wanna at least share with you, your chart ruler is a planet, okay? As I've already gone through. But I wanna share with you guys the difference between the masculine planets and the feminine planets and some of the planets that are neutral, okay? When I say masculine, what I'm really saying is mental. When I'm saying feminine, I'm saying kinesthetic. When I'm saying neutral, I'm saying both, okay? So if your rising sign ruler planet is a masculine, that would be the sun. So if you have Leo rising, the sun is your planet for your intuitive gifts, and that's masculine. That's gonna be more mental. If your rising sign is Aries, your planet is Mars, that's going to be masculine or mental. If your rising sign is Jupiter, that's, or excuse me, rising sign is Sagittarius, then your ruling chart ruler is Jupiter, which is masculine or mental. Saturn. That would be rising sign would be Capricorn, masculine, mental. Let's talk about the feminine. If your rising sign is cancer, that's the moon. That's feminine or kinesthetic. Your rising sign is Venus. That would be Libra or Taurus, feminine, kinesthetic. Your rising sign is Pisces. It's going to be kinesthetic, right? And finally, um, if your rising sign is Scorpio, it's going to be feminine. Uh, Pluto, which is the planet, which is feminine or kinesthetic. Now, the two planets that are neutral are Mercury, which is going to be Gemini or um, Virgo, which will be, you might have both. 50-50, or your rising sign would be uh, Aquarius, which would be Uranus, also neutral, okay? So this is something for you to really now sit with. You know, 
when you think about your rising sign, maybe the rising sign wasn't something that you paid a lot of attention to. And now I'm introducing that the rising sign is the most important sign in your chart because it holds the planet, which is your chart ruler, which is how you express your intuitive gifts. And your intuitive gifts are going to be your guide to how you make decisions, how you receive the divine downloads, how you communicate with your soul. And that's about building relationships. Like I mentioned, this is about using meditation to build these relationships with these entities. Okay. If you get mental triggers, something triggers your mind, you know, like a trauma, then you know that you're going to go build a, a relationship with triggers in your, in your, in your meditation, knowing that you are a mental intuitive. Okay. If your triggers make you see red, you know, it, it flushes your face. It makes you sweat. It, 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 it ignites you. It gets you upset. Then, you know, it's kinesthetic and you know, you go ha have to build a relationship with the entity of anger or fear or whatever that is, or whatever feeling that that trigger is invoking. So everything in my philosophy has to do with spiritual cosmology and that everything is an entity. And all entities are, are beings that have energy and are either needing to be nourished or undernourished. If it is a negative or dark entity, like, um, you know, fear, then you know that you need to go unnourish, meaning stop feeding fear, because the only way that entities get fed is if you keep feeding them the same thing. So that's when meditation becomes huge for the intuitive. The intuitive to be truly gifted must build the relationships with these entities, okay? Whether they're dark entities or light entities, either one, it's either you're going to starve the dark or you're going to feed the light. But if you're always feeding the dark, meaning you're constantly letting the, the trigger or the anger or the fear rule you, then that means that you don't know how to use your intuitive gift properly, okay? So you're going to start to see some transformations in your life when you go through this process. So I'm going to leave it there, you guys. If you liked this episode, please do leave me a comment. Don't forget to like and subscribe. I'm also going to leave you with some resources. If you'd like to continue this journey of learning my philosophy around the intuitive gifts, um, I want you to check out the Ceremonial Alchemy Library. And I'm going to give you guys a coupon code for showing up today. Uh, if you go to holisticfashionista.com forward slash library, you will get a discount for joining the Ceremony Alchemy Library. So basically, this is where I house my spiritual teachings. This is going to help you to get in tune with your intuitive gifts. It's also going to help you to raise your vibration and so forth. So you'll find astrology classes there. You'll find manifesting rituals, um, elixirs, uh, herbalism, all kinds of things. So do me a favor and write down this coupon code, which is MANIFEST, all caps, 1111. So if you'd like to join me in the Ceremony Alchemy Library, um, please do visit holisticfashionista.com forward slash library and enter in the coupon code manifest all caps 1111. Otherwise, I hope you will share this replay with a friend or join me next week for another new class as we continue this journey of using Life Path Astrology to discover your intuitive gifts. 
Until next time, you guys, have a beautiful rest of your day. And as always, stay sacred. Bye now. Thank you for tuning in to Divine Downloads. If you gained insights from this episode, I sure hope that you'll leave me a five-star review and comment. If you are looking for an extended version of a tarot reading or a mentioned course or upcoming event, you can visit holisticfashionista.com forward slash community for more information. To learn more about Holistic Fashionista and how we can assist you and your soul's brilliance, please find me on Instagram at Holistic Fashionista. Until next time, have a great day and stay sacred.